Hello, everybody, and welcome to JBC Presents Conversations with Others. I'm your host, Jeffrey Boyer Chapman. I wanted to create a space to hold thought-provoking, inspirational, fun-loving, deeply soulful, and at times, hilariously irreverent conversations with some of the best and brightest public figures of our lifetime who celebrate themselves and dance in the margins of otherness. And most importantly, a space to find that common ground between each and every one of us on the planet. Episode 1 with Empire's Jussie Smollett and Episode 2 with your very own Michelle Visage are available now. Be sure to listen and subscribe right after this episode of What's the Tea? have our special guest emma button is here you know we hello it's been 21 years i know 21 how incredible years? 21 years yes. since we, the uh, time that we met it's yep. been the time that we met and we had that wonderful picture yes all the spice girls and you and it was just yeah it was a special time it, it was a special you know someone once a month retweets that picture over yeah. and over <laughs> again yeah. <laughs> yep i think because it was so early we all looked like what is going on yeah, it must have been like seven in the morning yeah, or something morning radio you yeah. Yeah. Crazy. doing the tour yeah you know, yep. do of all the radio stations and we got you and that was that was the beginning well it was sort was of the 97? beginning uh i think it was 96 yeah probably around that time yeah. it would have been yeah because that was the beginning of the whole spice girls explosion yes. can you remember what that was like for you i mean you were just a child i do i yeah because i was so young and i I'd actually never traveled before out wow. of the, uh, the uk i mean my holidays would be in the uk so to travel over over to America and spend time here was like a dream and I just remember you know stepping off the plane kind of you know this wide-eyed mouth open young girl <laughs> thinking this is you know this is it and um yeah. it was amazing because I had my girls with me as well we had we were, we were such close mates yeah. you know we were friends we looked after each other we were like a little family because I was very homesick I missed my family really? I'm so close to them yeah so the traveling was the, the one thing that was the hardest part but we just we yeah it was the, it it was the beginning of what became obviously uh you know girl power the, and the spice girls and living it it was amazing but now i do know this i think and i should know this but you guys were a production deal correct put together you were it's not like you all five knew each other and hung out since you were kids. Uh, no, actually, yes. Yeah. So there was an audition in a newspaper, which actually I didn't go to. I wasn't part of that. So the other girls went to an audition in a newspaper and they sang uh, for a management company at the time. Mm-hmm. And then... Uh, Is it Simon Fuller? No, this was before Simon Fuller, yeah. And so the girls all uh, were put together in a band and they lived in a house and one of the girls wanted to go back to university. Mm -hmm. So they were looking for uh, another girl and I was at college at the time and I had a singing teacher there who just said, look, there's this group together and they need Mm -hmm. another girl. Do you Mm -hmm. want to go and audition? So Mm -hmm. I was like the last person to join and then that was it. We kind of just... just, It was 
pure luck. I mean, I remember meeting the girls at the train station and kind of going, I'm here. And yeah. Jerry would not stop looking at her. She kept staring at me. She was driving <laughs> uh-huh. and she was staring at me through the window. I was like, but you just drive, put your eyes on the road, you know. But um, Did she say was why a, she was staring at you? She, bless her. She said, she says, and I asked her why. And she said, because she just, I was so blonde. I was very white and <laughs> kind of, she just said she knew from then that we were all going to gel. Yeah. So and was I was kind of obsessed moment. with Emma because she is a Valerie Perrine. Yes. Perrine's doppelganger. Yes. So when I saw it, it was an instant connection because yeah. Valerie Perrine, American actress, is yeah. so so loved. Yes. Growing up in the 70s, was Well, it? she was in the 70s. She was in Lenny and Me with, with Dustin Hoffman in 74. And she was in Fahrenheit 150, 451, whatever that and was. And TV shows, I want to say like Love American Style or one well, of them. But like, she was famous mm-hmm. for Superman in 1980. She played yes, uh, Lex yes, Luthor. Yes, yes, yes. And then, of course... Or that was that Oh 70? my goodness, yeah. She, she was she in is? Can't Stop the Music, which which is uh <laughs> Yes, oh, that was a hit for us anyway. Has, have people said that about you? They you do. Yes. And the weird thing is about Oh, a while ago, I was I went for an audition for Lex Luthor's wife in wow. uh, Superman no. Returns. Yeah. And I got down to very few. I mean, I went to uh, the home of the director and, you know, it was quite a big opportunity. And uh, yeah, so that was weird, though, because yeah. I was going for that part. Which wow. Is, is weird. Wow. Yeah. But and maybe not so weird. <laughs> I know. Well, no, you know, again, you know, it's, it's life is about being able to recognize those moments that yeah. you described of, you know, this... Uh, this oh, oh, there's a picture of Valley Perrine I mean, yeah. right there. I mean, she's yes. not as young as, as Emma, you know, but yeah, you yeah. can see it. Oh, yeah. It's, I mean, it's you have perfect. to see it. Oh, I do. Yeah. Totally. Gorgeous. Yeah. I'm very flattered with that. Yeah. She's gorgeous. gorgeous. Yeah. Now, okay, so, since the group was put together by a production company, do, do they own the name, the Spice Girls, or do you guys collectively own the name? No, that all came much, uh, a long time after. We, you know, we were only with that management company for, you know, a couple of months. Mm-hmm. And then we realized it wasn't the right place for us they were very sweet guys but they didn't really know what kind of was happening Mm -hmm. and um, we felt like we could do it on our own so we went off and we rehearsed and we wrote songs and we came up with the names Spice Mm -hmm. Girls and so that all happened in between managers actually and that's when we went to Simon Fuller we already had our first album written Uh, we already were the Spice Girls we already knew that you know we wanted to kind of really be you know bigger personalities of ourselves sure. we knew we didn't want to kind of dress in the same clothes because at one point yeah, yeah we were characters but I think one manager our first manager right at the beginning was like oh you should all wear the same clothes mm-hmm. you should all put you know t-shirts and jeans on and be kind of mm-hmm. cool we were like no we want to be ourselves and that was really important to us so when we went to Simon Fuller we were already kind of the you know the Spice Girls individual uh, characters and just mm-hmm. yeah it was but how it was did amazing. that happen how did you come up with the Spice Girls it's not something that you know, like when you think about a name, that's not... Because we were so different. Yeah. It was just, we were different spices. And each spice added something to uh-huh. the, the cooking pot, as yeah. we Aww. called it. And it just made it, you know, uh, tasty. Yeah. And, you know, Simon <laughs> Fuller was known for managing some of the top acts in, in England for years, uh, around the world, really. Um, uh, the Bananarama. Did, did uh, I call them the Bananarama? The Bananarama. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, and so many acts... Uh, were there acts like that that you grew up loving? Were there girl groups that you grew up loving? I loved Bananarama. 
Yeah. So funny to say that because they were actually my first concert that I ever went to. Really? It was the time where my mum dropped me off and I was allowed to go in with my girlfriend uh-huh. and scream and shout and know I knew all the songs. Oh, What's I've your just, favorite Banana Rama oh, song? Oh, uh, Venus. Uh-huh. And, oh, there's so, I just, the whole album for me was Oh, the my, Wow album? Yeah, it was yeah. my, that was my childhood really. And so they were my first concert and, um, I love them to bits. I also loved a band called Bross, which was oh, two yeah, brothers. Oh, sure, yeah. And, um, they didn't make it over here, but they were huge over there. Bross? Bross. They were called Bross. I can't say like it correctly. Bros? B-R-O-S. Yeah, it's like bros. Okay. It's like bros, but they say it bros. Yeah, because yeah. The, they were two brothers. Uh-huh. So, um, And they it. were so handsome and just yeah. beautiful boys. And so is, is it they t- were another... T- Goss? Is something Goss? Um, yeah, Matt Goss and Matt Luke Goss. Goss. Yes, yes. Yes. So they, they were kind of, um, you know, posters on my wall kind of guys I love those as well but I mean all girl bands for me you know the Supremes my mum I was brought up with Motown music so um, they were a big influence that was a big influence um, in my home yeah and so now uh, going into this deal with was it 19 management yes yes did, was there anybody who said, okay, you know what, kiddo, you got to look out for this, you got to look out for that, don't do this, and definitely do this? Was there anybody in, in your lives that who could tell you those things? We had a very, as I said before, we had my parents a so, hugely in my life mm-hmm. um, and also the five of us were so connected before we went to 19 management anyway we knew that okay we wanted a management who was brilliant and Simon Fuller obviously was incredible and he yeah. you know he could kind of take us to heights that we wanted to go we wanted to travel a there lot there was no bigger we there wanted was no bigger to, for that yeah, yeah he was brilliant and we yeah. wanted to travel as well so we knew that was really important for us we yeah. knew that before and we knew that we had to have outside lawyers and yeah. outside each of you, know. you had your own team of lawyers uh, no we had uh, no we had one that collectively, collectively yeah. but that was outside of our management sure. so um and i think we yeah we all just talked a lot the five of us would talk a lot so even mm. though we had man- simon was brilliant and you know we really trusted him but yeah. we also took a lot on ourselves and luckily uh we learned a lot along the way yeah. so, so that was you really had important. you came with the name yeah does that mean you retained the name and you were able to have it yeah the five ours. the five of us yeah that's oh yeah. brilliant that's yeah. great so now um how who introduced you guys to richard stannard is that am i saying it correctly yeah richard biff yeah. We call him Biff. Yeah. Well, we knew him um, actually years before. We also worked with Elliot Kennedy before uh, we met Simon Fuller. And so that's why we started writing the whole album. And I mean, we were five young girls who literally would go, listen, can you do this as a favor? Because uh-huh. I promise you, <laughs> when uh-huh. we make uh-huh. it, this will really yeah. you know, be a good thing. Yeah. So we had, you know, th- I think we just had this energy that people were wanted to work with us, wanted to have a part of that, you know, fun and kind of excitement. And um, so we kind of practically wrote most of our first album before we went. And to Richard Stan, Richard Stannard, Stannard, yes. is uh, the co-writer of all of all of the first big hits. Is that correct? Most of them, yeah. Uh, and Rich and um, Elliot Kennedy and another team called Absolute. They were two oh, yeah, guys right. who were brilliant producers, yeah. But, I mean, we um, lyrically wrote everything mm-hmm. and uh, most of the melodies and they, uh, the guys did a lot of the production. Oh, my goodness. And yeah. you all still get... A- Listen, 
we couldn't last more than a year and a half. Your girl group, yeah, the seduction, so the seduction, the seduction <laughs> lost a member six months in. Uh-huh. <laughs> the fact that you girls, you go on and off with touring, whatever's happening, whatever, because personal lives take hold. Sure, you have mm. kids. Shit happens. Yeah, we know that. We see it publicly. What's going on? But the fact that you all still talk and mm. you're all still friends yeah. is remarkable. Yeah. It's not. It's nice. I think. Because we went through such an amazing time and it happened all so quickly. Really did. I mean, it was really fast. Yeah. Um, there is a connection there that you can't really talk to anyone else about. Right. So when we need that moment, and it was, you know, 20 years ago now, 21 years ago, and we have all moved on and we've all got children now mm. and we all try new things. And, you know, yeah, I might not have spoken to one of the girls for months, or but there's always, there's always something, there's always something that you know, we have a little connection with and, mm-hmm. and that's really important. Whether it's a text or an email or a hi or, a, mm-hmm. you know, we we adore each other. Was there always one that you rolled your eyes because you knew what was going to happen? What do you one mean? That, like one that always said, like there was always one that had drama all the time. It's like, so. but what's the food going to be like? <laughs> or what do you mean? Whatever like- it is, like there's always one in the group, uh-huh. whether it's your friends or your friends, no uh-huh. matter who it is, there's always one that you roll your eyes because you know what's going to come. Uh-huh. You love that person, it's not uh-huh. going to change, but you know that there's that one person that's uh-huh. always got something uh-huh, uh-huh. and you don't have to name who but is there what was there one that you collectively i think you actually knew? individually we all had our own drama yeah yeah, true. yeah um but uh yeah i'm sure there's one you know one or two but we, i again because we went on to have you know children now and that was always a priority for all of us mm-hmm. which we all talked about at the time as well which is quite i would say i don't know if that's something that happens in girl i think because you're so dead kid. Yeah. I didn't even know that. I didn't even yeah. know that. Yes, I did. I knew no. that. We all have children. I think that was just part of what we wanted to all wanted to do. Now, you know, of course, the, the, the curse of girl groups is that in, personalities always take over. And that's why most girl groups don't last that long. Yeah. Now, obviously, uh, Jerry left, I think, after two and a half years, something mm, like that. Yeah. I don't even know if I know the the reason she left. I don't, I don't know. know. Is there the a reason? She she, I mean... I'm sure, she, I'm sure she knows the reason. And, yeah. and you know, we have talked about it because I think my thing with her, and we had this discussion just the other day. In fact, I, we've been texting today, but because we're so close now. She mm-hmm. lives really close to me. I love being around her. I, you know, our children hang out. So she she's loves amazing. To cook. She loves to cook. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, she, she, you know, I said to her at that time, it was like my sister kind of going right I don't want to do this and you know and just leaving and not explaining and mm-hmm. it was very hard time and um but you know she's a, a water under the bridge she wanted to do something else and she felt that something wasn't right for her but I mean she she'd have to tell yeah. you that herself how her many years did it take for her to come back Oh my goodness! So when did we do the next tour? So it was a while, but yeah. we but we've talked in that time, you yeah. know, over the years. We all individually spoke to her, and and then we all kind of got together. And if but you don't follow her on Instagram, you must follow her on Instagram. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Very funny. Uh, we're going to take a break real quick, but before we do, we got Emma Bunton here um, from the Spice Girls. Do you say Bunton so or do you say Bunton? I want to say Bunton, yeah. but uh, our producer Tom <laughs> he keeps saying Bunton. Bunton. Well, yeah. British, Bunton. Brits would say Bunton. Uh huh. But we're Americans. I want to say button. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we're going to go to a break, but I want to ask, I want to talk about, you've got this new show here in America called Boy Band. Yes. You know, I wonder, what would you tell um, uh, someone, a kid, say a girl, yeah. you, let's say you. Yeah. What would you tell the you from 22 years ago 
uh, the, the first thing you should know about getting into a group with other people to start a music career? Okay, I would say first, it's all about respect. You have to have respect for each other to move on in a girl band because I think, you know, you kind, you kind of have to leave egos at the door sure. because you're not always going to be the lead singer. Yeah. You're not always going to be the one up front. Yeah. So if you can deal with that and, and, and have respect for the others, I think it works a treat. I feel that's what's, you know, kept... Uh, uh, kept our sanity anyway having family knowing the business knowing what you're signing (laughs) all those kind of things are really important yes all right we've got emma bunton with us and we're going to go a break we'll be right back emma bunton you know therapy is a lifesaver i i gotta tell you it is just one of the greatest things ever and i'm sure since the beginning of time since after they discovered fire the next thing they discovered was by talking to another (laughs) human being around that fire or however therapist yes you can improve your life because you you don't want to carry around all of that uh, mashuga, and you, you know? don't have to. You don't have to. No. Not only do you not want to, you don't have to. Yeah. And a lot of people can sit here that listen to us and go, right, guys? How are we supposed to be able to afford therapy? Well, with Talkspace, not only can you, you will because it's affordable. It's an online therapy community that lets you message. Like with your phone, hello, just message a licensed therapist from anywhere at any time. All you need is an internet connection or the Talkspace mobile app. You know, like you can do it on your computer. Sure. Or you can do it on your phone. That means you can improve your mental health even if you've had trouble making it to a therapist in the past or thought that you can't afford it. <laughs> your turn to pick it up. Yeah. <laughs> you can't afford it. <laughs> I'm sorry, I drifted off. (laughs) (laughs) Even if you can't afford it. it. And yes, you can afford it. Because this is something that you need. Every human alive needs to be able to talk to someone to just unburden yourself. Yes. And these are people who can really help you. Get something off your chest whenever you need to. You can. It doesn't always have to be deep and like dredging up the past. Look, if you want to, that's actually great. It'll help you get further in life. But some days you just want to talk about everyday challenges at work or at home. Kids driving you crazy. Your significant other driving you crazy. Chat about life. There's no extra commutes, no leaving the office, and no judgments. The Talkspace platform is over 2,000 licensed therapists that are just waiting there to help you. Their experience in addressing life challenges that we all face. So to match with a perfect therapist for a fraction of the price. And guys, if you join and you're not happy with your therapist, you can keep going until you get yes, the one that's absolutely. right for you. Yeah. Don't think you have to settle. So to match a perfect therapist for a fraction of the price of traditional therapy, go to Talkspace.com slash Rue and use the offer code RU to get $30 off your first month. It's Talkspace.com offer code RU. Squarespace is the place to go where if you need your website made the way you want it done by yourself with no hassles, that's the place you go is Squarespace. It is the easiest thing in the world, Michelle. Yeah, Squarespace has been our friend for a long time. Long time. And we believe in Squarespace. You can make a gorgeous website in minutes using their beautiful templates. They have lots of templates to choose from. And of course, their drag and drop platform. Drag and drop. Yes, bitch. Drag and death (laughs) drop platform. We love it. And so will you. You guys... You've been complaining about having to deal with all these webmasters yeah. and all these things. You don't have to deal with any of it. That, Not with Squarespace. Uh-uh. When, when you're ready to purchase that plan, get 10% off with the offer code RU. That's squarespace.com, offer code RU. We are back with Emma Bunton from uh, the TV show Boy Band, which is huge success here in America, and, of course, the Spice Girls. You know, when you think back on those 
21 years ago when we all met for the first time at that radio station. Yeah. It was a whirlwind. What are the standout moments? Was it meeting, uh, you know, Prince Charles or traveling on, you know, a Learjet <laughs> or getting your yeah. first royalty yeah. check? What what were the, 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 the touchstone moments that you remember? Of course, there are many. Um, uh, you know, getting your first royalty check is always nice. I think I bought my first ever car and it was a very small car, but it was amazing yeah. to be able to. Um, but I think the, the main things that stand out is obviously traveling, being able to kind of bring my family over to America that we've never done before. Yeah. Um, also, Madison Square Gardens wow. was honestly stand out for me. I remember being backstage and just kind of hyperventilating thinking uh, <gasps> we are at Madison Square Garden and Wembley, uh, and Wembley yeah. of course and also the Olympics I would wow. say I spoke to Mel C the other day who's sporty uh, but we spoke and I would say that was probably one of our favorite moments of just all the time. one a few years ago you yes, mean the one yes the Olympics because yeah. you're there you're kind of representing your country you know how many millions of people are watching. Uh-huh. It's a frightening moment. But, and we, yeah, yeah, and we got back together and it was just for this one huge time and we rehearsed as well and we'd all had our children by then. Uh-huh. So all the kids came to the uh-huh. rehearsals uh-huh. and watched mummies, yeah. you know, rehearsing. And, oh, it was really, really special. And it was the last time we performed together. Uh-huh. And I just, you know, the, it, it kind of makes me very emotional thinking yeah. about it because it was really special for all of us. And I just remember looking at them while we were on our taxis, which was frightening. Scary. Yeah. Very, very scary and very frightening. But thinking, oh my goodness, this is, you yeah. know, a moment. This yeah. is such a special moment. And uh, there's been talk of another tour. Is uh, is it the 25th anniversary or something like that? Is there is that actually real? 20, yeah. So no, it's the 20... It was, it was our 20th anniversary last year. Yeah. And we... Jerry, um, myself, and Mel B, and Mel C at the time, uh, we thought about maybe it would be great to do something. Mm-hmm. Um, our fans have been so supportive. Oh, yes. You just can't, we yeah. just can't ignore that. You know, they've just been behind us every step of the way. Now they still, you know, on social media, they're amazing. Mm-hmm. They come and still visit us, whatever we do. They've just been incredible. So we thought it would be a lovely thing to do. It, it, we couldn't make it work at the time. Um, and... I, we feel for that and we we tried our hardest but it mm-hmm. just didn't kind of work out and mm-hmm. um so you know who knows if that will be a possibility again i think we're all you know we're all trying we're all doing our own things now sure, yeah. so um that is what we're concentrating on I'm right now i'm a radio host now Emma is really. She yeah, is. I do a breakfast show in London now on radio, which I love. Yeah, You're on um, I'm on Hearts. Mm. Yeah, and it's it's a nice kind of. It's very different because I get to see behind the scenes sure, as well. As, yeah. Uh, so that's been yeah incredible. It's my favorite station over there. By Heart the way. is. Yeah. Sorry, BBC One. Uh-huh. <laughs> they play pop music. BBC One's your Z100. They're more like what we were on KTU. Uh-huh. They play pop music, but they play dance music. They yeah. play all different. They're cooler than wow. BBC One. Wow. I we play, we play a real variety of music, yeah. old and new. You'd love oh, it. That's yeah. why I love it because you know we play the Jacksons, all, all types of music, sure. and that's that's what really intrigued me. Well, speaking of which, when you, uh, one of the albums was uh, was it called the Spice Spice Girls Forever with Rodney Jerkins and uh, Jimmy Jam and yeah. Terry Lewis? What yeah. was that album called? That was called Forever. It was called Forever. Yeah. Um, what was it like working with Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis? They were 
Amazing. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I've always been a huge Janet Jackson fan, yes. and of course, that's where I knew them from. But as soon as you kind of getting a studio with with creative guys like that, it is so inspiring. And um, I loved writing with them because, again, you know, lyrically we write everything, and uh, but they were very inspiring and they were supportive, and we learned a lot. Being did in you the guys go to Minneapolis them. or did they come to you? They came to to us. They oh, came to London. Wow. Yeah. I was going to miss a chance to go to London. Yeah, <laughs> right. And then, of course, Ronnie Jerkins did uh, several, the other half of that album. Yeah, absolutely. And he he was another, another guy who just, you know, their team is quite incredible. Mm-hmm. And, they, you know, the, the vocal arrangement, guy, oh, just, I felt in awe when I was in the studio with those guys because there's just so much happening. It happens quite fast. Yeah. But again, I learned so much from them. And we did a lot in Miami and also... So they came to LA, yeah. so uh, came to London. So it was, yeah, another amazing experience. Now, uh, tell me about the movie Spice World. Who directed that? <gasps> the, oh my goodness! Are you really? No, it's a I famous it's director. Not, Michelle's going to look. Um, it's a famous director who who did that. Um, no, uh, I know this is going to because uh, he's going to kill me. No, no, Mr. No. Bean. Just kidding. <laughs> no, <laughs> but everybody was in it. Wasn't Mr. Bean in it? Yes, too? he was. <laughs> Wasn't everybody in it? Everybody was. Everyone in that movie. was in that. How long it did it take amazing. to film that? It took oh a long time. But what I do remember of that film was that we were also recording our second album. Yeah. So we, while we were filming some of the scenes, we were also in you know um, what do you call it like a a, a recording a recording a, yeah. van. Yeah. And we would go in there oh and write the songs and record the songs, and then we would uh, film our scenes as well. It's Bob. It's Bob, Spires, it, Bob Spires because he's from Abfab, right? Yes. Yes. yes of course. And you've been on Abfab because I've done Abfab. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you you have an arc. You play yourself on it, but you you play a mean girl I'm, on Abfab. I'm not. I, I'm I'm not too mean. What it is is because <laughs> I because She's got I, a backstory. Yes, I have because I am Safi's friend. Yes. Obviously, yes. Adina's uh, daughter. I stick up for Safi a lot yes. because poor Safi goes through hell with her mother. Yeah, and so I I tend to be you know her kind to of look up voice. For, because don't you at one point get to slap Safi's friend the one who gets slapped all the time yeah i slap her what's her name um she is in this show yes she, i don't I know, know you're looking at me i'm looking, looking at you for it no, I, don't mean, <laughs> I don't mean to put you on the spot she wasn't in the film this is why because i did a piece on the film but she wasn't in the film the in film. abfab in oh. abfab yes yeah but yeah. she you get one point but I, she it's was, the, the running gag is that safi's asian friend who gets, i love her i love her she gets very very excited and eventually someone in the scene gets to slap, slap her. her and i got that part I'll look it up in one of them <laughs> Safi's Asian friend. Yeah, I don't remember what her name is because Adina calls her something else different well, every single does, time. Doesn't yeah. she? I think that's why I. Yeah. I'm going to yeah. look that up. But while we do, discuss the fact that Paul Hardcastle is the one who did the music. For, for Spice World. You're kidding. Part 19? Because well, Paul- he's obviously with, he was with 19. So, oh, wait yes. a minute. Okay. His big song is called 19. Yes. 19. No, 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 19. And that's why Simon Filler called his company 19 because oh. he looked after Paul Hardcastle and, and they, yeah, worked on that song together. I had no idea. Yeah. So, no incredible. idea. So, I mean, being a, a, a radio DJ, do you get to choose the music or is it already pre You know the answer to that. I know the answer to that. <laughs> but if you, if you were, are going to choose the music. There you go. I, I mean, how much Stock Aiken Waterman and Kylie Minogue do you play? Is really <laughs> what I want to know. Not too much of Why that. Not? Well, because no, we do play some Kylie, and and actually, we have 
you know, incredible... Uh, we do incredible work to, yeah. to look at the music, obviously, and see what works for our listeners. Yeah. Um, but I definitely, if there's something that I feel strongly about, yeah. if I want to play a new song, or if I feel like we're playing an old song too much, or right. you know, then um, I definitely have a saying that I've, it's been a. Incredible to work with Heart and everyone at uh, Global because they are again like a family, and I like to work in a in a team situation. So if if I can't have that say, then I wouldn't feel comfortable with it. Right, so, right. You said yeah. you, you feel you love working with her. Is that what you just said? No, with Global. Sorry, oh. so with Heart. Oh, Heart, Heart is my station, and yes. Global Global own Heart station. I yeah. see. Um, her friend's name was Sarah. Sarah. Oh, was it Sarah? Sarah? That doesn't and she sound. Would call her Titty Kaka. Titty. Titty Kaka! But her name yes. was Sarah, you guys! That's it. Titty Kaka, not We need Titty Kaka. I was thinking, um, is that right? Titty Kaka. Yes. Now, when you film Amphab, is there an audience there? There is when we did the, the series, yeah. yes. And I love the way uh, Jennifer Saunders writes. Oh, she's brilliant. Yeah. Because so John Friend. She's very um, off the cuff. Uh-huh. So sometimes we will come in for a script meeting and she'll be like, I haven't written the script yet. And we're like, oh my, God. oh my goodness, oh my goodness. So um, she's, again, very creative yeah. and very off the cuff. And I love that about her. And she's very spontaneous. Yeah. And um, so that's brilliant. So yeah, in, in the series, we had an audience, obviously with the film, being part of the film was very special and she told me about it years ago mm-hmm. and she was writing it and she said right I'm writing you into the film and I was like oh I love you for that how brilliant and yeah became part of the film as well so oh my goodness quite incredible at, at what point did you realize uh, you, that you really dig acting was it during the filming of Spice World oh my goodness no I started acting um uh, before singing really I mm. was at a theatre school in London and I fell in love with acting um, loved drama um, and just went for auditions from a very young age mm-hmm. so it was something that I did on a daily basis and didn't get any of them right. uh, but the experience was great <laughs> sure. uh, uh, you spent a lot of time here in LA obviously shooting boy band uh, uh, what's your LA experience like do you have a house here do you dig LA I love LA and, and I do have a house here i wanted to come over yeah Yeah. um i did i wanted to come over and uh, bring my children here and have the time here so um yeah we've just been living living Mm. here how many children do you have two boys two boys how old are they two boys i've got a 10 year old and a six year old do they possess talent are you going to push them into the business i i'm no i'm going to see i'm i'm do you know what i love watching their growth watching kind of them intrigued by things yeah um so my eldest is very sporty. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's just good at football. He's good at um, he's just one long jump in his class. You oh, know, track so and field. yeah, okay. track and field, and he's that sporty. Whereas my youngest is all about music and mm. dancing mm. and dressing up and just being fabulous. And oh, he it, he's just a fan of, of music. So he, actually, he teaches me quite a lot. He he kind of knows more about all the new music. Yeah. Than, and so he's been one. Yeah, they're both very special. And they've got lovely characters. And yeah. Do you ever fear boys. that you fall in love with them too much? That's Ruth's biggest fear. I, I would fear that I would fall. I would lose myself because I'd fall in love with them too much. I'd be blinded. I couldn't be able to say, listen, kiddo, you got to do this and you yeah. got to do that. They do become your absolute priority, but I think you also have, you have to kind of 
have you know, a discipline with them as well because it's that moment where you go actually they are pushing their boundaries they want me to have they sure. want to have rules I yes. think everyone does in yes. some ways you're right you, because you just want to feel like you're being protected mm-hmm. and as a mum um that's you know I want I but then I just smother them in with cuddles I and kisses know, you know, know the one thing for me growing up you know, we lived in a one-bedroom apartment with my mum and dad and my brother. And, uh, you know, we really didn't have, you know, the, the money. So it was all about the love that I got from my parents. And mm. that's the one thing, you know, my kids, it's the most important thing that they could they could have is yeah. our, our love and affection. It's all they need, really. Absolutely. Well, it's yeah, all they, need. they do, they do. And of course, you're right. Kids do want boundaries. They don't know they want boundaries. They can't articulate that, but they do want to know uh, wh- where their placement is in the world. Yeah. And it's such- I, I think cared for as well. Like yeah. somebody said to me, oh, their daughter wanted to go out and they said, oh, come home when you feel it's oh. right to come home. And Absolutely I was like, not. I was like, that is not because I know that I want to feel cared for. Sure. I want to know that you're bothered about what time I'm coming yeah. home, not, yeah. oh, it doesn't matter, you know. So that's, yeah, I mean, they're, they're just adorable boys and it's just great to see them kind of growing, even though I still wish they were little babies. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> I know. Is the, is the uh, baby train done? Is it I'm not sure because uh-huh. my, my partner would love to have uh, more children. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think... Possibly one more. Really be nice, mm. but you know, I, I'm 41, so I'm kind of girl. The, cl- which the clock is, is good. good yes, yeah, mm-hmm. but it's a good. You know, it's still sure. young enough. Yeah. Yeah. Also, you have more patience now. I find, like, if I were to have a kid at my age, right, I have more patience now. Although you'd think it wears thinner when you get older, right? It doesn't because you understand life more. Well, that's what they say. I think it's in the book uh, Conversations with God, uh, where the, the God character uh, explains that children were meant to be had by young people but then hand it over to the elders to raise makes sense you know because you know because we live the life yeah now we're, <laughs> we have a little bit of time left but i want to ask you about your favorite spice girls songs now the, i became aware of the spice girls i think i was in i was over in the uk at one point and i saw the video for say you'll be there i saw that before, before wannabe. wannabe yes wow, i did okay and i thought oh my god <laughs> you know um, um so, so that i have a soft spot for that song uh uh, say you'll say you'll be there. Yeah. Obviously, wannabe and uh, too much is another. And to become one are my favorite songs. Do you have favorite Spice Girl songs? Um, it's hard because uh, again, writing them, they all mean something to They're me. Like your children, they are. And but I would, I'm, I'm with you. So mm. say you'll be there is one of my favorites. It's such a hot it's song. It's such a cool yeah. song. The video I loved. Oh, I loved so Where was that? Is that in the desert? Yes, that it Death was. Death Valley here? Absolutely. In that video. That's exactly where oh. I was. I was, because I'm, because I'm so blonde and we were, we were obviously doing so many scenes. I passed <laughs> out. You yeah. did, you passed out. I passed yeah, out in the video so yeah. that was quite difficult. But Say You Be There, I love, To Become One oh. is my baby. It's yeah. like, I love singing that. Um, I, it just this uh, connection that I have with that song that oh, is like no other. It's such a great song. Is that a Richard Standard? Standard also. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. You know Amazing. which seduction songs I love most? Uh. None of them. <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> what? She's lying. She's just saying that for a punchline. No, you she love that. I love Spice Girls. Yeah. Yay! <laughs> oh my goodness. So uh, listen, it's been great talking to it's you. Been lovely speaking to you too. You, it's so nice being here 
that I'm having the best time. Good, you good. both are gorgeous. Oh, wow. God. oh my gorgeous. God! You know we get to do this during our lunch break. I think our audience knows what we're doing. You know, <laughs> who's fooling anyone? This Rue? will come out obviously when the show airs, so good. people know okay. that. We're not giving anything away no, here. No, no but we you're absolutely you're a wonderful judge too. You know, you have the compassion, you have the constructive criticism, but you also uh, uh, pair it with praise and love. I think it's really important because obviously I want you know I, I'm in the situation being through the Spice Girls, sure. having that, uh, having all that experience that I want to be uh, constructive. Yeah. Um, but also, you know, that everyone has an amazing talent. Since yeah. I've been out here, especially working on boy band as well, these young guys, I've never seen talent like it. Wow. And they are, you know, they've got so much potential. And there's little tweaks, you know, some of them haven't got that stage presence. Mm. So I want them to connect with me in some way, you know, so there's just little things, but I want them to give I want to give them support as well I want them to be confident because when I'm more confident I'm better yeah okay. absolutely so I want to give them that as well that's an interesting point before we go I just want to ask you know when you, the Spice Girls hit all those years ago uh, you know you became fodder for all of the tabloids overnight was did your management set you up with a, a therapist or sort of a media consultant to help you emotionally deal with so much attention on you mm, again we didn't have that and a lot of people say oh did you have media training I don't remember that I just remember it all happening very fast Mm. but again because we had each other we talk to each other about things and we would cry with each other about things. And actually that's the best support you could ever have. Cause yeah. they were like, forget it. I'm going through that as well. They knew yeah. exactly how you felt. Um, again, my family, my mother is just brilliant. She's like, sweetheart, come home uh-huh. and just be with me and give me a cuddle. <laughs> and so all of that normality was going on behind the scenes and that's exactly what we needed. So even yeah. though we would say it was, we were in the eye of the storm really. So the storm was kind of happening around us, yes. but actually in the center, it, it was pretty calm. I love Aww. it. I love it. Well, you, you handle yourself with such poise and such Bless beauty. You. Thank you. And uh, so we, the Spice Girls forever. Forever. <laughs> Thank you, Emma Thank Bunton. Thank you so much. Thank and you for having we're me. We're going to look for you, obviously, on, on Drag Race and, of course, on Boy Band. Yes, please Thank do. You. Thank you. All right. Today Ticks is the easiest way to buy last-minute Broadway and theater tickets at the best prices. I can't tell you how much... I love this app and how many times I use it. You know, I am now out and proud a theater queen. A theater queen. Yes. And every time I hit, uh, every time I have any time in New York or here in Los Angeles, or even I've used it in San Francisco too, I will check my Today Ticks app, even if it's the day I want to see a show. Sometimes it's just an hour before yep. I get tickets available and they are waiting out there for me. Uh, and I, I get my tickets and they're always great, great seats. I cannot tell you how happy I am to be living in the 21st century where uh, in a, a century where today ticks is available to me yeah I love that and I was just, I use it a lot in London as well oh. we got to see fantastic musical called everybody's talking about Jamie oh I've heard of that oh it's so and the lead kid is adorable and it's such a feel-good musical and it's about a boy who's following his dream to be a drag queen but there's so many great shows going on over there like 42nd Street I got to see with um, oh Sheena Easton, Easton. And I got to talk to her and sing Morning oh, Train wow. to her. Although she was, <laughs> Which I'm sure she enjoyed she that. She just loved it. 
I had a gripping audience of myself. Yeah. Uh, Barnum's over there. There's so many great musicals that are going on and, and plays. It's not just musicals. Yeah. I just, and you and I tend to go for the musicals. Although yeah. you did go see the John I Lithgow. I saw the John Lithgow thing uh, using Today Ticks uh, there too. It's it's just wonderful for everybody. And also, you know, if you were around in the before there was a Today Ticks, it was so awful having to call up those old-timey uh, ticket uh, places. Yes. I'm not going to name any names. No. It was murder. Or even wait in line for yeah. hours my mother used to do. Oh my goodness. At that old stand that's still there. Yes. Why would you even bother when you have an app like Today Ticks? It's the easiest way to buy those last minute tickets, whether it's Broadway or anywhere else in those cities that we mentioned. 80 musicals, comedies, dramas, and that's just in New York alone. Today Ticks gives you access to insider deals, exclusive offers, and you can get tickets up to 50% off in just a few taps. And they never sell obstructed views, you guys. Today Ticks would like to offer you 20 bucks off your first purchase with the offer code RU. $20 off. So download the Today Ticks app for free on iOS and Android. That's Today T-I-X. Or visit todayticks.com to see what's playing this week and treat yourself to a show like we do. Today Ticks dot com offer code are you okay you're asking me michelle off the mic i asked you you asked me about the the movie the room had I ever seen i'm like bitch yeah I, I live in the room okay not room i have rented the room i only do i rent the room i own the room we're gonna make this shit straight right here right now for years i've had okay that movie. stop it yeah number one not to be confused with room the oscar winning thing people it's know does everybody room. know no so my daughter invited me to go see a live midnight showing, not unlike Rocky Horror, of The Room. Yeah, where did they, where did they do did that? The arc light or something like Here that. Here in, in town? Yeah. Yeah. What is The Room, Lily? What? What, Lily, what's The Room? You don't know what The Room is? No, obviously, that's why I'm asking you. Uh. Mom sits down in front of a computer, watches, like... Rue, first of all, you're supposed to be my best friend. You've never told me about the room. I just assumed you knew about the That's room. That's first of all. We're just going to put a pin in that. Uh-huh. Second of all, why we haven't... Why I haven't said, you're tearing me apart, Lisa. Yeah. Why haven't I quoted this? Oh, I thought I oh hi, Denny. Why? No, I thought I've said to you many times, I did not hit her. I did not. Never. Oh, hi, oh, hi Mark. No. <laughs> I thought I've said that to you. I could have sworn I've said that to you. You never said it to me. I would have asked you what the fuck was wrong with you. <laughs> I did not hit her. Oh, my God. Oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> I cannot. Disaster Artist is about the, the, the making of the room. Yes. But I didn't even see that. Let's yeah, just the take James that. James Franco movie, yes. Disaster Artist, is about the making of the room. Let's I, just take that out of the equation. Okay, all right. Let's just talk about the room for a minute. Okay. It is quite possibly... The most exciting piece of cinematography since Showgirls. Yes. Yes, I you're right. I have seen a lot. never seen anything so fulfilling. Yeah. On every level. Every level. It's all there. The sex scenes. Yep. The sounds that are dubbed into the sex scenes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The ending, which we won't spoil. And then just Tommy Wiseau. Is Tommy that Wiseau, yeah. The, just him into the hair. The hair. The hair. The green screen. Everything is green screen. You know? Everything Up on, the, on roof the roof. Is, yeah. Every, yeah. Denny. 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 Makes no sense. Why are you crying, Denny? Why, why are you here, Denny? Yeah. And then the, the mother. mother. Yes. The mother. Oh, my God. Have you seen her lately? No. She talks about her plastic surgery, but she doesn't oh, so have to. so we love her. She doesn't have to no, talk it about it. it talks for itself. Because it speaks for itself. <laughs> 
she, you know, because of the disaster oh artist, they went and revisited. Actually, she's online. There is a right thing now. online where they went, maybe, I don't know, one of those websites, went and they talked to all these like, people. Like, where are they now? Yeah. Okay. And she... the Carol, fir- Carolyn Minnett. She, in the first two seconds of her interview, says, well, she, they say, well, what's new? And well, they said, for starters, her earlobes are now on her chin. Yes. It's yes, glamorous. Yes. Amazing. Oh, she's fabulous. Yeah. yeah what's her name? Carolyn Minnett. M-I-N-N-O-T-T, Minot. Yeah. Minnett. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, the, the fact that they she hasn't been cast in everything since the... I, I first became aware of The Room in 03 because up on Highland or up on La Brea here in Los Angeles, there was a billboard above, above the Sizzler on Highland that had... The Room? That advertised his movie. So and apparently it was there he, for years. He funded the whole thing himself. He funded the whole thing himself. But this billboard was there for years and years advertising this movie called The Room. And then when I started working with Lucian, he said, oh, um, come with me to see a midnight showing of the at Sunset Five. Oh, and so you knew they... Really? Yeah, yeah. You've yeah. known that they did these midnight... Yeah. Okay. In fact, and Tommy was there. Tommy Wiseau was there. And he gave me a, a little bobblehead of himself. You met Tommy Wiseau. Yes, I certainly did. I certainly did. Okay, now we have to get him as a judge on Drag Race. Uh-huh. Because we just... Now we have to. Yeah. No, that's so, a great idea. Gregory Sestero. He wrote the book, The Disaster wrote the, Artist. Yes. What? And How once, did I not know And this? once I tweeted. By the way, so fine. So fine. Yeah. Once I tweeted, I did not hear her. I did not. Oh, oh hi, hi, Mark. I once tweeted that and Greg Sestero wrote me back and said, ah, oh, you know about our movie. I'm like, bitch, are you crazy? It's, I live for this movie. I, I don't even have the words. It should have won, won every award. Yeah. And she's being facetious here because it's absolutely terrible. The worst movie ever made. Ever made. In the best way possible. In the possible. best way possible. <gasps> the acting. The woman who plays um, the lead, Lisa, um, she looks, she kind of looks like the first, um, what's it on Roseanne? The first she Darlene. She looks like Becky. I said Darlene that. Darlene or Becky? Becky. Becky, yes. The whole time. She, who's Sarah Chalk? No, not Sarah no, no, Chalk. Lisey Garanson. I watched the movie and I was like, that's Lisey Garanson. Right, if right. She, she wasn't a great actress. Right. And her name is Juliet Danielle. Uh-huh. But honestly, what she had to work with wasn't the best in script. Right, right, um, right, But right. it is, Rue, maybe and we can reenact some scenes on Drag that Race. That would be great. But um, what, I don't remember <sighs> how the room, how that, where is the room? I'd never see in the plot of the movie. I don't remember a room. It's got nothing to do with a room. Yeah. At all. None. Zero. Brilliant. But that's what makes it even better. I own it on D- DVD. Well, I have of course it. you flip yeah. and do. Yeah. You can watch the whole thing on YouTube yes. from beginning to end. But the thing about it is, um, not only is there not a room, there's a roof. Should have been called the roof. There's, it should be called the roof. Should be called the roof. Uh, maybe the sequel can be the roof. That's a great idea. Maybe we should do on Drag Race a movie called The Roof. I would, I would one hundred percent give of myself uh-huh. to Your acting abilities. My acting abilities to do whatever you want with me in some kind of. Um, reincarnation sure. or a sequel. I think you should play Tommy Wiseau. I would do it. I think I you have the right straight. You have the same right color hair, right body type. Yeah. <laughs> I have to tell you though, James Franco's accent is so spot I on. Seen it. I only saw him on one of the 
Kimmel's or yeah. one of them uh, with and Tommy came on. It didn't take his glasses off the whole time. The whole time, right? Same hair. Yeah. Same affliction t-shirt uh-huh. attire. Uh-huh. Uh Want to be Chrome Hearts? Yeah. Uh, and it's the first time that he admitted that he's fr- not from the United States. He keeps telling people his accent is from New Orleans. Yeah. Or Louisiana, and it's like but no, it's Eastern like European? Poland or yeah. something. Yeah. Um, but James Franco. Whoever thinks he's not a great actor, when he owns this body of Tommy mm-hmm. Wiseau, he mm-hmm. is 100% there. So you've seen the... the no. You haven't seen the He was disaster. doing the accent in on the show, and I was like, uh, oh my God, uh-huh. I'm going to see the disaster Yeah, me too. Because me too. now I know. Yeah. But my daughter's really... In, Lily's really into How it. How did she find out? Because it's, it's their generation's Rocky Horror Picture Show. It is. She loves Rocky Horror, and I think she must have found out through it that way. I don't know, because... Um, she's the one who told me about it, but she's the one who told me about Be More Chill, which is a, a musical that the kids like that the our generation wouldn't know about. I have no, I've never heard of Be More Chill. That's what I mean. These things, they and Be More Chill is amazing. And as far as it got was Red Bank, New Jersey. Hmm. But it's got a cult following and it is so good. And the songs are so good. And I don't know why it's never been done. Right. But the right. thing is, the kids know a lot about stuff that we don't. Sure. So it doesn't surprise me, and it's it's a ten year anniversary. It's not even of that. be more chill, of or no, twenty thirteen, twenty eighteen, fifteen years old. Oh, the room. Yeah. Yes. That's yes. That's it. No, it's yeah. It looks like it's shot nineteen eighty seven. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I became aware of it in oh three, and um, who told you about it? Well, first I saw this billboard, and I and it was a it's a that was the first time you ever yes heard of it, and it's I thought that is the worst billboard. Why is it still there years later? Is it what I think it would be? Yeah. It Actually, exactly. let me Google that. No, it's just a picture of, of t- a big f- picture of Tommy's face looking at the camera, and he's he's got a weathered face, and you think, yes, what's the purpose of this man I in the room? It. You found it. I found the billboard. Yeah, and it was there for years. Did they say why it was there for the years? The room dot movie. Does it say was the advertising? No, it doesn't say why it, it's that billboard, right? Yes, that's yeah. it. Mm-hmm. And he's looking directly. He has short hair there. Yeah, though. it looks like a yeah a, a, a acting um, headshot. Yeah, yeah. Or a bad porn. I, all of the above, but and then so I I knew of it. I didn't know about it, but I also knew that it had been, that that's the one I yeah. saw. That one. The other one was yeah. something else. Uh, I I knew that it was still playing at Sunset Five because I used to go to that um, Virgin Megastore like twice a week. And just hang out there because it would be open till midnight, that Virgin Mega store. And right. I would just hang out in there, look for through the bins and all that stuff. Anyway. The number that was on the billboard was Tommy Wiseau's personal phone number. Oh, really? Uh-huh. I wonder if he still has it, I that wonder. number. I wonder. They said uh, they, uh, they once worked out that renting that billboard for that long, for like you're talking about how mm-hmm. years it was up there, must have cost him $300,000. You're kidding me, right? Out of his pocket. I was thinking, though, that it had to do with an uncle who had an advertising company or something. I don't think so. Yeah. I don't think so. Did she, So you saw it. You went to this midnight movie? I didn't go. She ended up going with friends. And you saw it online? I saw it on YouTube and... I was so I kept pausing it because I had to soak in uh-huh. everything that I was yeah. experiencing. And no, my husband was like, "What the fuck are you watching?" Uh-huh. He couldn't appreciate the genius that yeah. I was lo- like. Do you watch a scene and then you stop and you're like, Whew. "Yeah, yeah." Okay, I need to just. Denny's crying scene where he's. Um, we just starts crying out of nowhere. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then why uh, are you crying, Denny? Yes, and then and then actually the woman with facelift who the in, mother yeah. She doesn't have the facelift in the movie, but no. um, she um, she has a scene 
that she keeps hitting the same notes that's really interesting you know it's funny it's interesting bad acting you know i i i i i read my friend phoebe gave me this book called um truth by susan badler badler i think okay and i'm trying to get back into how to get those emotions up and is it better than the ivana chubbick uh, no, I studied with Ivana Chubbuck. Right. I've never met Susan Badger. Have you read Ivana's book? I never read. I may have bought it, but it's I don't really think it's really good. Is it? Yeah, I should. It's really good. I wonder if I can get it online. But the truth one, um, I want to look into too. You know what Denny says? I just like to watch you guys. Yes. And they said, "Why are you there?" Yes. I just like to watch you guys. And okay, they just disappear at one just point. Just disappears. Yeah. Then pops in. Let's see, Susan Badger. I have it on. Oh, I have it on. I wish I knew Kim. about it sooner. I wish I knew about it sooner. Well, you 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 found it, and now Susan Badler, um, Bandler, yeah. maybe. No, it's um, let's see. Let me go back to the. It's called Truth. Yeah. Put personal. Let me see. This is what we're doing here. Yeah, we're looking up. Uh, oh, is it acting? Yes. Acting. How do I get? How do I get back to? Truth. Personas, needs, and flaws in the art of building actors. Yes. Susan Giosa. No. No. Um, Badler. Okay. Okay. I'm. How can I'm I get reading. to the front? Okay. I'm on. I'm on. Susan Batson. Batson. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Susan Batson. It's called Truth: Personas, Needs, and Flaws in the Art of Building Actors and Creating Characters. Oh, this sounds great. Introduction by Nicole Kidman. Yes. Nicole. Nikki. Nikki Kidman. Right. Um. By the way, Big Little Lies coming back for with Meryl Act Streep. Two. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But the thing is, I remember. Tweeting, Who are they going to beat up now? Well, he's dead. <laughs> oh, spoiler alert. <laughs> But here's the thing, I when I was I got so much shit on Twitter. Twitter's becoming a really hateful place. Like uh-huh. not even fun anymore. It makes me sad. But um You got shit for what? I got shit for saying you can't end here. This is such a brilliant production. I need more. I personally do not feel fulfilled. Mm-hmm. I'm happy, but I need more. Yeah. And everybody's like, that's not what the author intended. It's a book. Shut up. Sometimes right. you gotta be grateful for what you have. It's not meant to be more. I'm like, okay, calm down. I'm just telling you. Uh-huh. That the cast, Laura Dern is one of my favorite actors on the planet. Yeah. It was just such a brilliant cast. And then it was ripped away from me like that. Mm-hmm. And what happens? Mm. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I predict the future? You certainly did. It's coming back. Yes. I did not hit her. I did, I did not hit her. Oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> oh, hi, Mark. Oh, my God. Yes. Rue, it is so good. I think the moral of this little speech that we're talking about is if you've not seen The Room... Please watch it, then tweet us, email us, RuPaulPodcast at gmail.com. Tell us how it changed your life. Yeah, yeah. Walk us through it, please. It is, it is an acquired taste, though. Most people don't really appreciate bad cinema. No, but it's it's so bad, it's good. It's so bad, it's good. Honest yeah. to God, I would not... I. I like bad stuff. Obviously, we both like bad stuff. But if it's bad, like there's some movie that it's like, was it good, bad, or bad, bad? And like, right. just bad, bad. Yeah. This is the best bad you know, It's the best bad you could ever find. It I don't is, think there's a gem that could top it. I, no, actually, no, there isn't. There is no gem that could top it. Uh, I'm trying to think. Um, no, 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 this is it. There yeah, you go. Yeah. There you have it. So um, 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 we, we got a little bit more time here. We do? Yeah, just oh. a, a hot second before we say goodbye. But, oh, wait. Oh, we've got a break. We've got a break. I'm, <clears throat> I'm this reading. This is fun when we're trying to read, like, lips. Yeah, I'm reading uh, sign language. Actually, we, we just have a break. Let's go to a break now, and we'll come back with a little bit more.
Hey, sis, you know, uh, Squarespace, they have revolutionized the whole website game. Everybody needs a website. It's and that's what Squarespace is all about. They make websites, and making a website with them has never been easier. It's the easiest thing you can do. Listen, just go there, and you'll you'll find what you're looking for. You'll find the, the template that you like. Yes. You'll find everything that expresses who you are. In fact, a lot of our listeners will uh, make their websites through Squarespace, not only if you're an artist, but if you're a business person, if you are self-employed. This is the best way for you to get yourself out there and for people to find you. Yeah, get a free trial with no credit card required just by going to squarespace.com. And when you're blown away like we are and you're ready to confirm that plan, which we know you will be, use the offer code RU to get your 10% off. You'll be getting a fantastic deal and helping to keep What's the Tea free. So thanks again to our friends at Squarespace. They've been there for day one. Keep sending your websites to rupaulpodcast at gmail.com, squarespace.com, offer code RU. We are back. Uh, Michelle, now you've been away for a long time. I have. Well, we were just talking about, um, and this is a sidebar of where you're going, but we're just talking about lip reading, and I was filming a commercial. We did a, for Ireland's Got Talent, we did yeah, a- I, it's a great commercial. Isn't it fun? Yeah. We did the opening scene of Baby Driver in our, you know, we're robbing a talent bank in mm-hmm. our little- adaptation of it our little redo of it and there was a a woman a deaf woman who was on set with us and my limited one course of asl i said this to my daughter i was like i couldn't speak i couldn't remember much and she's like mom that's asl and i go yeah she's like american sign language Uh, and i was like oh my god i didn't even think about it they have different sign languages for different languages even dialects but that's neither here nor there the point is i could speak as quickly as i'm speaking to you right now she got every word that i was Mm, saying mm. it was iconic wow she could read lips like nobody's business and huh. that is so amazing yeah what a freaking talent but yes i've been over especially there. with being an american you know when i've seen yes and our accent our mouths move differently when i've seen uh latin queens lip sync american songs i see them lip syncing with an accent correct i can see them lip syncing with an accent so maybe she knew since i was american uh-huh. that I'm going to place my mouth differently and uh-huh. she can she can see she can hear it in her way with yeah. my accent. You know, you think I've said this many times when you think about being a parent, you think about what you can arm your kids with or or get them prepared for the world. I think the greatest things you could do for them is first uh, teach them how to love themselves uh, and process information. Second, teach them how to swim. Third, Teach them a friggin' language other than their own. But that number two is so important. What, the swimming? Yes. 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 So important. I'm not kidding. I threw my... I made my kids take... They hated it when I mm-hmm. made them take classes. But then when we got a pool, I knew that they were safe Yeah. In Flo- when we lived in Florida. Yeah. But I made them take swimming lessons when we lived in New Jersey. I mean, those are just the basics. But most people, they just pop no. these kids out and they don't know. The kids have nothing to offer. They don't even know how to speak English. No. English, and English, you know? It's so important. I'm not kidding. Learning a second language is so important. The immersion. Uh, Lily's almost nearly fluent in Spanish. She's going to go do a semester abroad is what she wants to do first and really? foremost. Yeah. She wants to go to a Spanish-speaking country. Probably. Oh, my God. That would be so great Spain, for her. maybe Madrid. I like. I love Barcelona, but I love Madrid. Yeah. I think Madrid is more her than you Barcelona. You know what's good is the Canary Islands. Oh, it's fan- gorgeous. Oh, Grand so Canaria. great. Yeah, gorgeous. I've been all over Spain, I think. I, I've been to um, Sevilla. Mm-hmm. Um, Have you been to Benidorm? No. Benidorm is my favorite British TV show. It's a, it's a sitcom. Joan Collins has a little part uh-huh. on it. Mm. Um, but it's 
it's it takes place at this place called the Solana, this like sandals, all inclusive resort. Yeah. Everybody's from the north of England over there. Mm-hmm. It is the funniest show I've ever seen in my life. Allegedly they're redoing it here. Um I told my agents I went in on that. It's so freaking funny. But the point is, it's 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 and the present the the premise is that it's a resort, all inclusive, uh huh, like sandals. Correct. So these families come, and you follow the families non-sensory. Uh huh. You know they go crazy. Yeah. And it's really fun. And it's the point is, that's where I want to go in Spain. Okay. There's Madrid. There's Barcelona. There's Wherever the Canary you, Islands. There's with, a Canary with, Islands. Um, with, uh, with, start with an M. Ma, Ma, Mallorca. Mallorca. Yes. Then yes. there's the place that everybody goes, like, it's like the new hotspot, Ibiza. Uh-huh. And then there's um, Alicante, which is up where the Solana is in Benidorm. Okay. So, so good. Yeah, I don't they, know how, how we get to, oh, Spanish speaking. Yeah. Teaching your kids another language is the best gift that you can give your kids. It really is. I agree with that. Yeah. And she's really good at it, and Lola's really good at it. I learned street Spanish in New York City from my Puerto Rican house mother and father and the Magnifiques. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> so the first things I learned were really bad curses. And so it, the house is called the Magnifiques? House of Magnifique. Magnifique. I how did I not know that? I thought you were part of another house. Magnifique. Oh, no. Magnifique. And uh, they, Magnifique. they're not around anymore. Um, I don't know. Yeah, because now there are all these other... There's so many different so Revlon many different Omnis. Yeah. You know, all these hyphen names. And I thought of you last week. I was We were going up 8th Avenue, and um, I saw that Rainbow's, the store, is still at 41st and 8th Avenue. You know the store Rainbow's? Rainbow's is still around? Still there. Rainbow Shops? Yeah. Yeah. I know Strawberry... Is Strawberry gone? Joyce Leslie's gone. Is it? Joyce Leslie's gone. Okay, yeah. They went bankrupt. Yeah. Which is a shame because that was my favorite store of all time. <laughs> but then there's Rainbow Shops and then there's, have you shop Strawberry today? I don't know if Strawberry's still there. I have a feeling it is, but I don't know. But um, I was surprised to see that Rainbow Shops are still there. Wow. I think Strawberry's closed. Oh, it did. I think so. And maybe not. I don't know. But yeah, I think so. Uh, it's but, a shame that all those stores are gone. Yeah, but you know, I mean, that's that's the way of the world. You know, make room for something new, you know. But they do uh, hold a real uh, sweet spot in our hearts when you think about all that cheap-ass clothing. That great Joyce Leslie that was across from Pat Fields. Yeah, yeah. It was two floors. Uh-huh. That was the best. Yeah. And I knew that if I had a show or somewhere to go or or I was walking in a ball, I knew that I can make something from Joyce Leslie yeah. look like it came from Pat Fields. Right. Do you know well, what I mean? At least in your mind. In my mind. <laughs> it worked anyway. Sometimes that's all you need is for yourself to be Yeah, cool. I just, I walked, I walked past there last week and I, I was thinking, um, you know, those were the days, you know. Such a... How was doing Colbert? Did you have fun? Oh, it was fun. He is... We have a great chemistry together. You were off the chains. You were so crazy. He's funny. He makes me crazy, you know? He makes me feel comfortable enough to just be myself. And you are. You know? And, uh, you know, I've done so many shows over the years, and it's that's not always the case with, the, with um, especially late night guys, because they're guys, guys, and they don't know what to talk about with some queen or some gay person you right. know and uh especially a, 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 a gay man man uh they don't know what to talk so i i've never been i was never on letterman i've never been on the tonight show never been on all of those shows that amazes me that the tonight show like jimmy kimmel um the other one fallon why haven't you do you think been on I those shows i, I think because they really don't know what to talk about with me 
I think it I mean, make they can talk feel, about something with Cardi B. They can figure out what to talk to you about. Well, I think it's easy with Cardi B because they don't have to go, they don't have to talk about sexuality right. and things. Mm. And I think that makes them feel uncomfortable, you know? So, me think if you have such a problem with it, what's the saying now? Doth protest yes, too much? Yes. I mean, come on. It's not that difficult. You have done so much great in this world. You know, Oprah had no problem talking to you about it. I know it's a woman, mm-hmm. but she's a deep woman and she had no problem getting there with you. Yeah, but those other those other hosts aren't they aren't like that, you know? The other the, the um Stephen Colbert is kooky and he, we we meet at uh, Kooky and Goofy, right? That intersection. But I feel like Kimmel has that, not Fallon. But I feel like Jimmy Kimmel and Conan's a dork too. Mm. I feel like they have the ability. Yeah. I just feel like there's always going to be that. Oh, this is a gay person coming on the show yeah. instead of just a talent. Right. Right. I don't know. I honestly, I don't really care. I know you don't. Yeah. But um, you know, we had fun. We had oh a my great god, time. you were so goofy. I loved it. So you were here in America then. I was here in America, mm. and I got a chance to watch it, mm-hmm. and then I go back and forth to Ireland and it's been such great fun. It's cold there when you're there, isn't it's it? It's cold there right now. How but far do you live from the studio? Really close. And they uh. I have a car right there, just takes yeah. us to it and they'll get like um a big like penthouse suite where I can get ready oh, and do everything there in the hotel. Yeah. And then just jump in the car and go. And so how different is it being a judge on that show from being a judge on Drag Race? You know what? That's a great question. It's very different to me because um uh, okay, on RuPaul's Drag Race, I'm judging a challenge and I'm dr- judging drag mm-hmm. from every aspect of it, from the tip mm-hmm. to the toes, mm-hmm. the performance, everything. On Ireland's Got Talent, there's all sorts of different things, things that I'm never going to do, like playing the spoons, right? things like... Juggling. And- yeah, I, I don't know how to do that, so I'm only going to tell you what it looks like. Mm-hmm. So I think... Um, I can be a little more, un- not understanding, a little softer with mm-hmm. those people because I I cannot speak from experience. What I can speak from is I know what it's like to be up on that stage auditioning for people. Sure, yeah. And I can tell you sometimes it just takes a person to believe in you and sometimes it takes a person for you to tell you this is not your lot in life. Right. So I'm kind of playing it that way. I think if somebody is really freaking bad, stop wasting my time. This is really yeah. ridiculous. But if there's potential, I'm going to tell them this isn't right right mm-hmm. now but there's something there you know what i love when ross matthews gives a, a critique and it's going to be a bad critique but he starts by saying hey you know what i am your biggest fan if you uh-huh. do a show i'm gonna I'm buy in a the ticket. front yeah. row yeah. i am there but tonight was not your night they'll no, go in hard <laughs> if you do a show i'm buying 10 tickets for me and my friends yeah yes. i'll yeah. go yeah yeah but tonight that sucked. <laughs> <laughs> That's part it. of his brilliance. Yeah. You know, yeah. he knows how to do it. Yeah, Ross is fantastic. So now you are going back to Ireland to do more. Finals. Going to do the finals, the semifinals. So what you've done so far, has it aired on television yet? Mm-hmm. It's airing as we speak. As we speak, right. It's on Saturday nights on TV3 in Dublin, in the Republic of Ireland. Mm-hmm. Not in Dublin, in the whole um, Republic of Ireland and it's doing unbelievably well because of the people because the people are supporting their people mm-hmm. and it's unbelievable to is see the, the love is it the first time they've had an Ireland's Got Talent first time first season okay. ever Ireland's Got Talent they started doing Irish Dancing with the Stars last year and it was a big hit for them mm-hmm. and I think they thought hmm what can go up against this and the only thing really to go up against it will be a Got Talent mm-hmm. and this is the franchise that brings you America's Got Talent Britain's Got Talent Asia's Got Talent 
And here they are now with uh, Ireland's Got Talent. And it's really, really amazing. The people have shown up with such great talent. And it, it excites me because there's so many different things. It's not just one thing. Right, because I've never seen the American. I've never seen the show before. You yeah, know. yeah. You know, it's, Ironically, it's, there's no American judge. On the American one? Uh-huh, there's Simon Cowell, there's Mel B, there's Heidi Klum, and there's Howie Mandel, who's a Canadian. Oh, wow. Isn't that interesting? Isn't that interesting? Yeah. Howard Stern left, and since he left, there's no American. Uh. Interesting. It is interesting. Hmm. So with that said, <laughs> it's um, it's just as glossy. And look, Ireland's got 5 million people in it, you know? Uh-huh. It's very different to the UK that has 65 million people. Right. But it's just as glossy, just as showy, and just as beautiful. And mm-hmm. what great talent. And what I love about Ireland, I call Ireland the New Jersey of the EU. Because they tell it like it is. Mm-hmm. They don't give a shit. They're fun. They're funny. Yeah. And they, they are down for a good time. Uh-huh. And I love that about Irish people. They are so fun. So tell me about your hair and makeup people. And who does your clothes? Art. You mean art? Wait a minute. Art Con, my stylist from Drag Race. Your friend. He, that you He goes over there to do for it? me. Nope. He does it all here. He tells me, this is going to go with this. We'll take pictures of what goes together. Mm -hmm. This is what you're going to wear. I did go rogue on one outfit, but he loved it. I Uh checked with him first. Uh Um, My hair and makeup makeup people I used before for for, um, some appearances over there. Mm -hmm. Um, The hair guy did my hair. Craig Marston, his name is. He did my hair when I went into the Big Brother house. And Heidi North does Little Mix. And she did my makeup for some stuff over in in london before so that's Mm -hmm. my team and adam burl is another little mixed makeup artist that's how i found heidi through him he's doing my makeup for the live shows okay Uh, he's it's an amazing team they're phenomenal and i wouldn't do anything how long were you away how long have you been away doing that only um a week to do the audition process just over a week, and then the commercial was just one day. It took the uh. entire day. We rented out a car park and did the whole thing in a day, mm-hmm. freezing. And then the finals is going to be, semifinals to finals, going to be just a week again. It takes two weeks to film that show. I did not know that. Nothing. Huh. It takes, it's really quick. Yeah. But it's so fun to see the love of your country. Like, right now, we are proud to be Americans, but it's difficult with the regime. Mm-hmm. With Irish people, they love being Irish, and they're so happy to bring that show back to their country. Yeah. Meaning, there's a lot of Irish people that go over to the Britain's Got Talent one because they don't have an Ireland's right. Got Talent. Yes, it's a bigger platform. What do you win if you if you, how do fifty thousand euros and mm. your own one hour special for television? Wow. So think of how great it is to showcase your talent because with an hour special, you can do anything with that. And you can go anywhere. You can tour that show yeah. and make a ton of money that way. And not just in Ireland, but around, you know, all around the world, if, mm. if so be it, you know. And you're going to go back when? March. Go back in mid-March for the semifinals into the finals. Uh-huh. And there we have it. And then we'll see what happens yeah. with yeah. the next seasons. Well, I hope it gets picked up and, you know, goes more places. And you get to do lots more Got talents That'd around the world. Fantastic. Belgium's got talents. I don't speak that language. France has French. got talents. And France. No, you keep putting me in French Spain places. Spain has got talents. I can curse. Puerto Rico's got talents. They sure shit do. Yes. I've tried many of them. <laughs> but Britain's got talent. We're really great to have a real boisterous American on there. Yes. But yes. even Asia's <clears throat> got talent is in English. Did you know that? David no. Foster. The judge there really and mel c 
to judge oh, on Asia's that? Got Talent. So that does really well. She'll get all well. the Spice Girls except for Victoria. She doesn't need to judge. She doesn't need to judge. She's no. at Beckingham Palace doing her thing, <laughs> her fashion line. She's Victoria Beckham. Yeah. Really All right, darling. Fun. Well, that was a lot of fun. Uh, join us here the same place next time. Same and, bad time, uh, same bad channel. That's right. So uh, we'll see you later. Okay, baby. Bye. Bye. Can I get an amen? Can I get an amen? If you can't love yourself, how in the hell you gonna love somebody else? Can I get an amen? And don't forget to subscribe on iTunes. If you can't love yourself, how in the hell you gonna love somebody else? Amen. Hey, hey,